Welcome to the Maximum Ballplayers Podcast, brought to you by Max BP, with your host, Ross Lilly. Hey, thanks for joining us today on the Max BP Podcast. This is Coach Ross. Our special guest today is Jose Trevino, catcher with the Texas oh, yeah. Rangers. Jose, thanks for joining us today. Oh, yeah, no problem, guys. Glad to be here. Thank you. So, uh, Jose, last year was a was a pretty exciting year for you. Um, you got to play in quite a few big league ball games. Uh, had your first oh, yeah. two career big league homers, 120 at bats last year. Uh, kind of give us give us a little bit of a feel of of what it was like, uh, you know, getting to be a mainstay in the big leagues last year. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a great experience for me. Um, you know, it's something I've been working for my whole life, and to finally. Um, you know, I got the chance the year before, but last year was actually, you know, it was almost like, hey, you got two months to show the world who you are. And I feel like I, I did I did a good job of that, you know, coming in every day, sticking to my routines and, uh, and you know, handling the big leagues well. And I'm excited for, for this upcoming year. Awesome. So uh, you talked about your big league debut. That was on June 15th, 2018. Yes. Uh, give, oh, yeah. give us a little insight. Uh, you know, every kid – Grows up dreaming of, of getting uh, to wear a big league uniform and playing in front of thousands yeah. of fans like that. What was going through oh, your yeah. head on that day? Man, I I was I was actually talking to our mental skills coach, uh, and I was just you know just kind of chopping it up with him a little bit, talking, and before you know it, my phone's blasting off. Like I'm like, what the heck? Like, why is our manager calling us? Why are these people calling us? Like, what the heck's going on? So, end up. They end up calling me and like, hey, you're coming, you got to come up to the big leagues. You know, uh, somebody got suspended or there was like a fight. Well, what happened was um, there the guy Rangers were in L.A. Matt Kemp ran over Robinson Chirinos and they got in a little scuffle. So I guess they suspended Chirinos for one of those games and they're like, hey, we need to catch him. And I was in the forty man, so I ended up coming up for. And I mean, I clearly remember uh, Jake Kingler, who's now a part of the Padres, he's the manager for the Padres. He was telling me on the phone, he goes. You're gonna be in Frisco's lineup tomorrow. We just need you here just in case. And I'm like, okay. And he told me like six times. And I'm like, okay, I understand, I get it. So I'm driving. I actually almost ran out of gas on the way up there. Oh like, wow. Frisco, Frisco, Arlington, not too far apart from each other. So I got called up from Double A. So I'm driving, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm about to run out of gas. So I had to pull over. I had to put gas, and I'm like, man, thinking like I can't believe, you know, like. I can't believe I did. I'm going to be a big leaguer and like, I don't even know if I'm going to get in at bat today. Like a lot of things are going through my head. Like, I don't know if I'm going to play. I might not play. Am I even going to play? Like, am I really a big leaguer if I don't play? Like I'm, I'm thinking all these things. And like, as I'm getting closer to the field, closer to the field, I'm like, nah, I'm definitely going to play today. Like something, something's telling me I'm playing today. And then sure enough, the second inning, uh, unfortunately, Carlos Perez, I think got ran over or he twisted his ankle somehow at, at home and they were like, Rook, you're in. I was like, I knew it. So, I mean, before they could even tell me I was in, I had my shin guards on and I was ready to go. So. That's awesome. Wow. What what a story. Uh, Hey, at least you were in, you were in friendly territory there. So if you did run out of gas and you had to hitchhike, that would have made a heck of a story. You know, Hey, I'm I'm trying to get the the Rangers. Can you give me a ride? Yeah, for sure. But yeah. boy, it sounds like it sounds like it all worked out pretty well, huh? Yeah, no, it was great. It was a it was a good experience. And then, well, that guy ended up rolling his ankle, so I ended up staying up there for three more days. 
and then I ended up wow. hitting, got my first hit, got my first start, you know, walk off hit. You know, it was it was all it was all incredible. It was a, it was a good moment. Tell us about the walk off hit. Oh man, I wasn't even gonna play that day either. And then I guess uh, I think Torino's got hit, hit by pitch, and they put me in. And I guess it, it was kind of weird. I came in late, defensive kind of replacement type thing, and um, I was looking at the score. You know, we were down like four, and I was like, man, I'm like the fifth batter or like six, seven batter. Something. It was something like that. I was counting, and I was like, man, if I come up, I might have a chance to win this thing, like, or like at least be a part of this. I'm like, dang, it's getting pretty close. And I just had a weird feeling that day. Weird, weird feeling. Like, I was like, yeah, something's gonna happen. I remember telling our security guard, our head of security. Like Miller, I was like, something's going to happen. I was like, something's happening today. I don't know what it is, but something's happening. And sure enough, I come up, you know, what every kid dreams of, 3-2, bottom of the night, you know, except I had one out. And, I, I mean, I blooped one in the in the left over Trevor Story's head, and the rest is history. Wow. Awesome. So, so that was yeah, you guys were playing the Rockies, the Rockies that day? Yeah, we were playing the Rockies that series, yeah. Yeah. Was it a uh, so yeah? It was obviously a home game. Bottom of the ninth, walk uh-huh. off. Yeah. Now, were there were there other uh, walk off hits in your career, or was that? Uh, oh uh, yeah, uh, I've had a few. I've had a few uh, in the minor leagues. I had a few in high school. I had some, um, uh-huh. but that was definitely the biggest one. <laughs> yeah, nothing it probably awesome. ever felt like that one, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing. Well, tell us, tell us a little bit. Give us a, a breakdown of, of your history in baseball uh, and, and how you eventually ended up being a catcher for the Rangers. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I grew up in South Texas, a um, small town of Bimbolt, Texas, uh, 45 minutes outside of Corpus Christi, Texas, where I went to school. Uh, both of my parents worked in Corpus Christi, so, I mean, I would drive in the mornings with them. I'd go to school. My dad was the baseball coach, so we would – practice there drive all the way back and do it do it all again every day for man years 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 um i was i was very fortunate enough to have a great high school coach like unbelievable like legend he's this guy's a legend and uh you know he 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 taught me the way he taught me the right way he taught me the wrong way he he made sure i understood like this is right this is wrong you know and uh i mean the super bowl i i can't remember what year it was maybe 2006 where the Giants beat the Patriots and that dude caught the pass behind his head. Yeah, yeah. That, David so, so that day, that that day was the day that changed my life forever. Um, I was in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. Yeah, I was in eighth grade, and I ended up. I was gonna go to some like dance party with my friends, and my parents were like, "No, you're gonna go to Coach's house." So I was like, "Man, that that stinks. Like, I don't want to go there, and like all this stuff." And he pretty much sat me down and he said, look, man, I see a lot of talent in you and I don't want you to waste it. Um, so this weekend's going to be all about if you really, truly care about, you know, baseball and being a professional, like if you really want to do it, this weekend's going to show me that you are, and then I'll be able to show my effort and put my effort in you. And I mean, I, I still remember I was, for some reason I'd gotten sick that night. My throat was hurting. I was coughing. I guess his wife had heard me. So she brought in some like tea I think I think there was some honey in there. I, I don't know what she made, but I drank it, fell asleep. And he he had took my phone, like he's like, hey, like around my house, like we don't have phones after night. So I'm like, all right. So there I am, sitting in the room, coughing. I'm like, dang it. And he said, uh, uh, we set an alarm. And he said, if if you're really serious about you know your baseball career and, and life, and this is what you want to do, he's like, you'll get up 
whenever that alarm clock goes off and we're going to go run to the high school. And the high school like four or five miles away. So I'm like, okay, well, all right. So I'm there. I mean, all these thoughts are running through my head. Like, I'm like, man, is this guy serious? You know, doing all this stuff. And sure enough, like, the next, I, I fall asleep after I drink that tea or something. I wake up before the alarm. Two feet on the ground, I'm ready to go. Like, wide awake. <laughs> and I'm like, holy. And then sure enough, like, I come, I hear a knock. Hey, you up? I said, yes, sir. He goes, all right, you got 10 minutes. So, so, got ready. Went outside. And he goes, you're up. That means you care about it. So, I mean, he goes, now don't let me beat you to the school. And we take off running. Wow. And he was like six. He's like sixty years old. This dude would run every day. He's <laughs> he's awesome. Coach Coach Steve Castillo. He's he's a legend. He's a legend where I'm from. <laughs> I mean, his his he had a son that played pro ball too. David Castillo. He played the A's. And um, but yeah, he's he's coached. I don't know how many kids over hundreds thousands of kids. He has one big leaguer on his resume. One, and I'm very proud to say that I am that one. So. I uh, I take a lot of pride in that. I take a ton of pride in that. And then um, went to college, uh, did three years at Oral Roberts University. Uh, very thankful for them, you know. Um, went through a lot of stuff during that college period of time, you know, um, personal stuff, you know, school stuff, everything. And they were there through the whole thing. And uh, very thankful for those guys. Ended up doing my three years. Got drafted by the Rangers as an infielder. And I got to uh, Spokane, Washington, short season, and there's a big old bag waiting in my locker. And I was like, I think y'all have the wrong person. And they're like, no. And I'm like, this is catcher's gear. And they go, yeah. So I'm not a catcher. They go, you have an agent? And I said, yeah. They go, uh, order two catcher's mitts and have them here tomorrow. And I'm like, for me? And they go, oh, yeah, you're a catcher. And the rest is history, man. So, so before that, you never, uh, you never caught in high school I, or college. I, I dabbled, I dabbled in it. Like I didn't really like, I didn't really like pay attention to it. I just did it because people said that they could see me doing it, so I did it, right. so that they'd be more interested. You know what I mean? And I caught, I caught yeah. in college. I caught uh, a former first rounder, Alex Gonzalez, at Oral Roberts. So, um, I caught him a little bit, and uh, yeah, man. Wow. So you had a couple. A couple of things that uh, really changed the the outcome of your career. Your high school coach. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Your your college your college coaches and the support system you had there, and then yep. the Rangers having the, the foresight to seeing that 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 was um, you know probably yeah. your your oh, yeah. your best path. I was majors. I was horrible. I was a horrible catcher at first. My <laughs> teammates could tell you I was so bad. I was a good infielder, but I was yeah. bad behind the plate. And I mean off season. That next off season, I put myself in a room. I wrote down all the good things, wrote down all the bad things, and was like, if I really want to do this with my life, like, this is it. So it's either shut your mouth and get to work or, you know, go out there and go through the motions, and we'll see you two years later. You're not going to have a job. So I shut my mouth, got to work, and that's it. I just believe – I believe the hard work – the hard work always pays off. So – for me, it's like if you want to get something done, you're not that talented. You know, go out and work hard. Work harder. You need to work harder. You're not six four. You're five ten kid from South Texas. So, you know, go out and work harder. Yeah. Well, hey Jose, you, you know firsthand, um, you know how how to get there. What do you feel it takes in this day and age to become a professional ball player? Man, honestly, I think you have to have like I like like I said before, a good support system. You have to have hard work. You have to have that mindset where it's, you know, 
nothing's going to stop me. I, I mean, in high school, all the time, people would be like, oh, so what's your backup plan? And I'm like, there's no backup plan. And they'd be like, no, like, let's be real. Like, you have to have a backup plan. I said, no, I don't have a backup plan. I said, I'm doing this. You know, and you have to have that mindset where it's like, like, you can't just talk about it. You got to be about it. Like, I mean, yeah. as cliche as that sounds like, you can't just talk and be like, yeah, I'm going to be a big leaguer. I'm going to be like, you know, no, like, show me you're going to be a big leaguer. Like, you can talk all you want, you know, do all that, but you got to show me. I had a I had a college coach one time I was playing for Team USA, Greg Horton. He was with Oregon. And he's like, what you do is so loud I can't hear what you say. And I'm like, dang, bro, that was the best, like, quote I've ever got in my life. Hmm. Still, to this day, I use that quote. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's all about, like, you know, and, and it's the fundamentals, you know, get the fundamentals right. Be good, you know, be humble, and then work at your craft. Try to be the best at what you do every single time you're out there. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's good advice. And Horton, he's he's had a heck of a coaching career, hasn't he? Oh, he's a man. He's a man. I, I owe that guy a lot, too. When I played with Team USA, man, those guys had my back like no other, man. Those guys were awesome. Those guys were awesome, man. I, I love I love Coach Horton. Serrano was there too. Serrano, Stankowitz, all those guys, man. They were they were our coaches that year. So uh, I owe them a lot, man. Those guys are awesome. How did you guys do that year, Team USA? Uh, we went to the Netherlands and we got I think third. We lost to Cuba. Mm. Yeah, their first their first and third basemen were a couple guys named uh, Jose Abreu and Leslie Gurriel. I don't know if you ever heard of those guys. So yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a heck of a battle right there. Oh yeah, it was not. They were hooking balls to me at third base, and I'm like, man, these guys are hitting the ball way too hard. <laughs> oh wow. Good memories. So uh, so tell us, you know, outside of of you know accomplishing your your lifelong dream, what's the most rewarding thing about being a big leaguer? Man, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, people. a lot of people say a lot of different things. But my thing is knowing that, you know, I'm I'm a kid from South Texas, man. Not many of us get out and play in the big leagues. Um, and the fact that I'm able to do that, I want to be able to show other kids that if I can make it, you can make it. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. I think being on that platform and knowing, like, you know, you're, you're an influencer. Like, people are going to listen to you when you talk. Like, you know, you got to understand that as a big leaguer, as a, as a minor leaguer, as a kid coming up in high school, it's about to be a first round pick. You have to understand that. Bro. And you got to know the pedestal that you're going to be on and you got to hold yourself to that, to that high standard and, you know, be a good example to sum it up, yeah. be a good example. And I think that's the most benefiting thing. And, you know, making kids days, you know, going to a hospital visit, you know, seeing, seeing their situations out there that some people can't, can't just tuck under a rug, you know what I mean? And they have to deal with it face to face and, you go up to them and they're like, oh my God, this guy's a Rangers baseball player and he's here to see me. And the smile on their face, it lights them up for that those few minutes. I think that's that's the best part of being a big leaguer. I think uh, the the benefits of, you know, having influence on people and, and making people's days and stuff. I think that's awesome. That's great. To me, you're, you're the anti-Charles Barkley. Do you remember uh, in the 90s, <laughs> Charles Barkley had a oh, oh, yeah. work I'm not a role model? So yeah, oh yeah, that, that oh yeah, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, and it's it's cool to oh, hear yeah. um, you know, somebody like you who who takes it so serious and realizing the impact you have and how you can inspire and, and motivate a generation of athletes. Oh, yeah. Good for oh, you, yeah, man. Definitely, awesome. definitely. 
So, so tell us, how did you come across Max BP? Um, so when I got called up, well, actually it was in spring training. I was in spring training and, uh, Calix, uh, Krabby was, you know, shooting these balls at his machine. I'm like, dang, that's, what is that thing? So, I mean, I asked him <laughs> some details. He was like, yeah, it's Max BP. He's like, you can order one, you know, you can use it. And I'm like, and we were using it to hit. And I was like, man, I can use that for catching too. Like I can train my eyes, like different colors, like red red and blue like don't catch it white catch it like you can do a lot of plenty of things with it so um we're in the cages in spring training and he was like hey like this thing's pretty legit i was like i took a look at it and i was like yeah it's pretty legit so nice i wish i would have had it when i was 10 years old because i wouldn't i probably wouldn't have left my house so (laughs) yeah that's a good point man i i uh i have one in my house and and i'll just take it out in the backyard you know for for 10 15 minutes just just for a little break in my day and uh it's just oh, yeah. so convenient right easy, easy to oh, use definitely. and it's a lot of fun a lot of fun too i'm, yeah, I'm with definitely. you man if i had had one when i was a kid boy that would have been that would have been a real treat well so you, you oh, talked yeah. about how you, you you saw it as an opportunity to practice uh your fielding drills and hitting drills yeah. now you've been recognized for your defensive abilities as a catcher ironically yeah. not even the position that you initially thought you'd be playing as a professional and you uh-huh. received two minor league gold glove awards so far. Um, yeah. How do you think yep. catchers can develop their defensive abilities by training with Max BP? Man, honestly, like you can catch with that. You can catch with that with that machine because you can put it to a certain speed that you want, and you can go ahead and like it. it really, it makes you focus. Like it makes you focus because the ball's so little, catching it barehanded. Like it, it all, it, it all makes you focus. I mean, I do it for blocking drills too. You know, like, if I'm running a catcher's clinic, like, I'll be like, hey, the white balls you're going to block, the red and blue you're going to catch. Like, you know, yeah. so it's training your eyes, it's training your brain to see different things and, you know, every everything like that. I, I love I love that machine. I think it's, uh, um, I think it's really going to help me. Like, it, uh, the fact that it's a little ball, you know, and, and a bat, and you have to, you have to really focus, to be honest. You have to really, really focus. And that's what I like about it. Yeah. So, uh, any any particular hitting drills that you've utilized thus far that you'd recommend to others? Um, just like you know the 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 different color balls, you know, and you can you can change it up. Like I'm gonna hit the red only today, and the blue and white I'm just gonna take, you know. And 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 I think getting close to the machine, getting further back, and you know the slider stuff. Like I think it you you really have to like use your own imagination to mess with it and make up stuff. And I, I think that's the beautiful thing about baseball is like there's so many drills out there and you don't know if they work for you until you try them, you know, and then yeah. you find something that you that works for you and then you try to explain it. And I'm a big believer, like if you can explain it and teach it, you know it. So I think using using the Max VP, I think you have to you pretty much have to have some fun with it. You have some fun yeah. with it, you do different things with it. I think it I think it'll help. I think it'll help. Yeah. I mean, like you said, if you uh, have a have an imagination really the sky's the limit there's so many different drills out there um yeah ha- have fun with it and, and keep learning and and uh, expanding expanding your drills right oh yeah definitely definitely so going back to you know to what's going on uh with your big league career right now um do you, do you happen to have a favorite big league city you like to visit oh man new york was awesome I hit yeah. my second home run in New York this year, and I thought it was my first. Like I, 
I grew up a Yankees fan. I love the uh, Derek Jeter fan, basically. Bernie Williams, you know. I love Derek Jeter. Like, it was it was a given. Like, Derek Jeter was my guy. Everybody knew that. So, um, I think I think going there, and it's different, man. Like, people have told me, like, you're going to feel different in New York, like playing in New York, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, it really did feel different. But it was like, it was like I was 10 years old again playing, like, in a little league field. It was crazy. People booing you, I mean, that's a different thing. Like, when you're 10 years old, there shouldn't be people booing you. But people booing you, you do something good, they don't like it. Hey, I mean, I heard all I've, – I've heard, you know, the weird thing is I heard so many cuss words there that I haven't, like – like, I didn't know they could put them in a sentence. And I'm like, <laughs> man, that's pretty – like, y'all have some talent. Like, the way y'all put that together, like, good for y'all. But, but I think uh, uh, it was a really good city. A really good city. I liked um, – I loved it. I loved New York. I liked the the vibe. I liked the stadium that was there. It was it was it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Uh, I I got a funny New York Yankee story. So a, a friend of mine who uh, he's obviously not a big baseball guy, but uh, he he was fortunate enough to go to a, a Yankees Red Sox game during the oh, wow. the final oh, year. Yeah, during yeah. The, the last year uh, at the old Yankee Stadium. And yeah. he had good seats, and uh, he legitimately was getting Jeter and A Rod confused throughout the course of oh, the game. Oh my gosh! So he was calling Jeter A Rod, A Rod Jeter, and all the fans there they thought he was just heckling. You know, they they thought it was a joke, and they all bought into it too. So before you know it, an entire section of Yankees fans oh, is calling. Oh my gosh! Calling A Rod Jeter, and, and you know, just because at that time. Um, Everybody loved Jeter and A Rod. Uh, yeah, still yeah, hadn't, yeah. hadn't earned that love from Yankees fans yet. So, yeah, my, my buddy, awesome. being the being the doofus that he is, inadvertently like started this uh, pretty interesting razzing of A Rod <laughs> that day. I thought I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, that's and the awesome. Yankees fans have loved it. Yeah, 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 love that story. That's awesome. So the the bomb you hit at Yankee Stadium, uh, who'd you hit that off of? Tanaka. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. To right field. Uh, thankfully it's a little shorter over there, but I, I, I really didn't even check the distance on it, but I, I, I got it pretty good. So Did I you? felt like it was on, yeah, I was like on cloud nine. I was like, Oh, it was, it was You're awesome. Floating around those bases, huh? Dude, I, I couldn't even feel myself touching the ground. I was like, <laughs> Oh man, what's going on? And then all I heard was That's boom. Awesome. And I was like, all right, back to reality. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, so what about uh, on the road? Favorite restaurants that you've uh, been introduced oh, to or, or gotten to appreciate? So this year was a little crazy for me because I had a lot to learn. Like I, I, I learned a lot. So I really didn't go out to eat that much. I really uh-huh. don't, didn't go out. Um, I had a lot of learning to do. I just, I always wanted, I think preparation brings confidence and I always wanted to be prepared. I didn't want to, I, I don't want to be unprepared for a game. So when I started yeah. playing down the stretch there a lot, like I literally, I would go home, look at a scout report and be like, yeah, okay, I got it tomorrow. All right, let's do it. Like, so I, I really didn't get to go out that much. Um, I, I went to a steakhouse in Houston. I went to a steakhouse in New York. Um, I'm trying to think where else. Uh, Oakland, I think I went out to, I, I grabbed some sushi there, but it, it was, that, that was about it. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy yet. Hopefully I can get more uh, situated this year. And kind of be like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and grab some food and hang out with the dudes a little more. Yeah, you're you're focused on the task at hand. That's great, and, and yeah, look at it, it for you. 
yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a recommendation. Next year when you're in Oakland, check out, if you like barbecue, check out Everett and Jones. Okay. Everett okay. and Jones Definitely. barbecue. Yeah, that, that place is to die for. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely look up that place. So, uh, so based on, you know, how things went last year and the moves that have been made so far, um, this off season, who do you, obviously you're feeling good about the Rangers, right? But, but anybody oh, yeah. else you, you're feeling like, uh, like is going to be, a you know, a, a team to beat or, or, uh, you know, uh, kind of I mean, the favorite. I mean, everybody, I think baseball is such a, such a crazy sport. You know, it's any, any given, like it's any given Sunday, man. It's like, some team can beat some team one day, another lose to them, another day beat them again. Like it's, it's, it's a very back and forth. Uh, I'm very excited about us this year. Very excited to be working with the pitchers that we got. Um, and I, I think, I think we're going to be, we're going to be all right. I think to be honest, I feel like, you know, people are going to be like, Hey, the Rangers and like, we got to beat them, you know, and I, I'm hoping we become that, that team that everybody wants to beat. I'm hoping that's, yeah. that's what it is. That's, that's what we want. And, you know, trying to stay focused on us and uh when we play those other teams we'll focus on them you know yep absolutely mm-hmm. okay so so jose um overall would you say you know with your experience with max bp thus far do you consider that max bp is a game changer a hundred percent like i i i mean i've i knew as soon as i saw it i was like yeah i need one of those and you know the crazy thing is i have a I have an 18 month uh month old son and I'm hoping that this machine works for until he's 20 years old because I'm like, man, if I'm, if I'm his age and I have one of those, it's over. So I mean, yeah. and, and it's 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 fun too. It's not like it's you know something like oh repetitive, like okay here we go. Like no, you can make up some games on it. You can like I I did I was coaching a team in Dallas and we played a game off of that. The kids were barehanded and they were swinging the they were swinging the stick and you know they were making plays at first and. And it, it it makes you focus more just because the ball the ball's little, you know, and it's coming out, you know, on the timing of it. It it yeah, I I consider it a game changer for sure. Nice. Yeah, you know, start start that little guy young and, and to everybody out there listening, I do think this thing could last until your kid's old enough to, to truly utilize it. But keep that battery keep that battery charged. Oh yeah, definitely. Because that, that, that wheel will last forever, but you know, just like anything with a battery you gotta, you gotta mm-hmm. take care of that. Definitely. Okay, Jose. So Definitely. you said that uh, you grew up being a Yankees fan. Um, uh-huh. So I think I have an idea what your answer is going to be here. But oh, if you oh, could yeah. be any ball, any ball player for one day, past or present, who would it be and why? I got two of them. I got right. Derek Jeter, obviously. Um, just because you know that guy, he did, he did so well, man. I mean, he put a great career together hall of fame career i mean he should be unanimous um you know and just did he did everything right man he did everything right he was the captain of his team you know and he's in charge of that team which is which is great um and then my other one would be roberto clemente wow yeah i mean what he did i mean he did off the field you know was amazing like i mean that's honestly one of my goals i want to win a world series I want, I want, I want to win a lot of World Series, but I also want to win. I would love to be in the talks of a Roberto Clemente Award. Like, I think, like I said earlier, you know, the biggest pedestal. Like, they're gonna put us on this, on this high chair, you know. But, you know, don't take advantage of it. You know, learn, know that you can give back, and know that you can make a difference. 
by being up there and being uh being an influencer yeah wow those are two epic answers awesome oh, yeah okay jose this is the last little part of the interview here this is a little rapid fire so maybe answer right. these in a sentence or two or a word okay. or, or you know, if that's all it yeah. takes okay. uh, favorite baseball team growing up uh yankees favorite away baseball stadium Ooh, um yankee stadium <laughs> Toughest pitcher you have ever faced? Oh man, I'm gonna have to go with another Yankee here, Garrett Cole. He yeah, was, wow. man, that guy, that guy was it was different. It was different coming yeah. out of his hand, man. A, that was a good, good arm, good, good arm. What do you feel is the biggest misconception in present day baseball? Oh man, gosh, I can go on forever about that one. Um, I think just you know people trying to overcook it, you know, and getting into like almost too many details about basically, you know, the swing, the swing mechanics, like all that stuff. Like, man, like if we teach it, some, some kids have been swinging the bat longer than they've been driving. You know what I mean? And then they're perfectly fine driving down the highway, but you know, you get, you get a coach that wants to change something up and then it confuses the kid. If it's not speaking his language, like, it's very, I think that's, I think that's a bunch of, I think, I think it can get better. And I, and I, I think all coaches mean well. Um, but if you don't understand it, I feel like you should ask questions, which mm-hmm. is sometimes coaches won't let you ask questions because they'll be like, Oh, it's either you get it or you don't get it. You know what I mean? So I, I think, uh, I think ba- baseball is baseball, man. And, and you find a coach, you find a mentor that, that will help you that you know will help you. I think it I think it'll all work out. I think it'll all yep. work out for you. Somebody that you trust, you know. Mhm. And there's probably something to be said about uh keeping it simple to a degree, right? Oh, oh yeah. And I mean, I know it's like I said, it's a very cliché, but keeping it simple, man, is probably the best you can do and doing the fundamentals right. I think keeping it simple fundamentals, I think you 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 have a chance being consistent. I like it. Okay, Jose, uh, fearless prediction for the 2020 baseball season. Uh, watch out for the Rangers. Watch <laughs> out. Watch out. I love it. Hey, oh, hey, yeah. we're, we're, we're pulling for you. And I want to, I want to add one more little bonus question here. Cause okay. I think that you'll okay. give, I think you'll give a really interesting answer. Um, when, when baseball fans look back at Jose Trevino's career, uh, what do you hope they say about you? Man, I, I hope, man, that's, that's, that's a good question. I think, I, I hope, I hope and pray every day they come and see me. I hope I give them, you know, the show that they, they paid to watch the effort that they paid to watch. Um, I hope they label me as a winner and as a worker. Um, I think they'd be like, man, that that Trevino kid, you know, he was, you know, he was, he was a grinder, man. He got after it. He worked, he won, you know, and he, he, every time, you know, asked him for an autograph, you know, he he tried to stop by, you know, those, those kind of things. I think, I think those things, the little things that take appreciation to the fans, I think, cause they're the ones that make us, 
I mean, they're the ones, you know, you could, you could be the villain, you could be the hero with those guys. You know what I mean? And I think, uh, I think if you, the fans are a big part of the game and, um, I hope, like I said, every day I, 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 I strap on the catcher's gear, strap on my batting gloves, step in the box. I hope they, they can be like, man, that Trevino kid, you know, wow. What a, what a player, man. What a person, what a player, you know? And I, and my biggest compliment would be like, man, I wish I can have 20 Trevinos like that. That would be, that would be great. Um, but I think, I think, I, I, I hope people, when I'm done with this game and done, I hope they're, they're like, Hey, that, that Trevino kid was a better person than he was a baseball player. And he was a heck of a baseball player. So. I love it. I love it. Oh yeah. Hey, thanks. Thanks Jose. Awesome interview. Oh yeah. Thank you for oh, yeah. all of our loyal Max BP listeners out there. And uh, we're all pulling for you next year. Awesome. I appreciate it.